You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ida. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 27, season 7. What's going on, y'all? How we doing? Back again in the win column. Hawks get a much, much needed victory over the Boston Celtics tonight, 122 to 114. Um... A game that we haven't seen in a long time. Trey Young closing things out in the fourth quarter. And um, that's what we've been asking for. (laughs) I mean, listen, that is what we have been asking for. And my immediate thoughts are um, it's a whole lot of things that contributed to tonight's victory. A lot of times folks kind of just want to make it seem like, okay, it's just one thing. And I know, let, let's go ahead and just announce the, the elephant in the room. A lot of people think that because Lloyd Pearson coach and Nate McMillan somehow unlocked the magic that is Trey Young, they, uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I wish I could show you guys some of the tweets that I saw tonight. Simply outrageous. Simply outrageous. Like, I want better for some of y'all. I really do. The idea that it's just funny. I saw one guy. One guy said, it's nice that Trey finally is allowed to shoot in the fourth quarter. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, yo, was he on punishment? Yo, my man really said it's nice to see that Trey was allowed to shoot in the fourth quarter. Like somehow Lloyd is going in to these huddles and saying, Trey, I do not want you to shoot the ball. Like Trey has never dropped 40 before under Lloyd Pierce's watch. Like, come on, man. I, I want better for y'all. I want better for y'all. Another dude said, and these are just the ones off my off the top of my head. Another dude said, if Lloyd Pierce coaches tonight, we don't win this game. Hello, Trey dropped 40. Statistics show when Trey goes over 26, the Hawks' uh, chances of winning are exponentially better. Like, I think they're like 10 and 4 or something like that when he goes over 26 points. Uh, don't be silly. Like, like we can debate and we can have arguments and you guys can say that you want to fire Lloyd. And I believe that Lloyd is definitely at fault for certain things. But, like, don't be silly. Like, can we do that? Can we just, like, not be silly about this? Like, your mans went off. Trey went off tonight for 40. The other night, Justin Randall goes off for 40, 44 or whatever. It's the NBA, guys. It happens. Guys go for 40, and usually their team wins when they do that. They were cooking. I I, I said this on the last podcast. I said that <clears throat> that um, I think that Trey looked a little gassed in the fourth quarter against the Knicks. In the Knicks, he played against the Knicks. He played 40 minutes. Played 40 minutes. And I thought, this is my personal opinion, I thought in the fourth quarter, he looked gassed. He looked passive, and that's not Trey's game. That's not usually how he plays. Did you see the pop that he had in his in his uh, rhythm, in his cadence tonight? He had it going. He's smiling. He had energy tonight. That happens when you get good play from your bench. Now, the bench didn't really light things on fire like... They weren't explosive, but they were able to give Trey Young rest. And like I said, it's always ne- it's never just one thing. So you give Trey Young rest. Fourth quarter comes, and he has guess what, guys? Energy, energy in the fourth quarter. And I'm gonna tell you the difference. Last game he played 40 minutes. This game he played right where he usually is, 35 minutes. That's the key. That's the sweet spot for Trey. After the game, what did Trey have to say? He said the second unit came in and did a good job of keeping the lead. You want you want me to tell you what he meant by that? They didn't piss the pants. They didn't give up the booty. They didn't squander the lead like they did. Uh, <laughs> they didn't squander a lead. That makes a difference, guys. When you guys, when your second string is playing better, shout out to Skylar Mays. I thought he had a strong game again. 13 minutes again. It was nice to have Tony Snell back. That that helps. Having players that can play ball. Um, Gallo, I mean, well, Gallo was Gallo. Gallo wasn't good tonight. <laughs> Just wasn't good. But I thought that they were stable. I thought that they did a good job of mixing that second unit, um, and I thought that they were stable. And you know what else helps? 
when Kevin Herter and Cam Reddish play an efficient ball game. No, they did not score as many points as they did in New York. But I'm going to show you something. In New York, they both combined for 24 points. So I'm just going. we're just going to look at their production as wings, right? In New York, they scored 24 points, which is, you know, it is what it is. But to get that 24 points, they took 24 shots between the two of them. Of those 24 shots, they made six of them. Six. They were three for 17 for three. Tonight, they were eight for 15 from the field, two of six from three, and they scored 20 points. Super efficient. I thought Cam was much better defensively tonight than he was in New York. And, I mean, you guys can credit Nate McMillan for all that if you want. I'm of the mindset that sometimes players just play better. Sometimes they have good games. Sometimes they have bad games. Tonight they had – the defense was okay enough. They were sustainable. I thought the the big three for Atlanta, Trey, John, and JP and uh, Capella, I thought they did what they had to do. Also of note, also of note, it also helps that Boston was coming off a back-to-back and their number two guy, Jalen Brown, who was sometimes their number one guy, did not have it going. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. He was six for 20. That's not a Jalen Brown night. Six for 20. He had 22 on an off night. But I'm going to tell you what, get your track shoes on because they're coming back Friday night. I believe Kim is coming back, and you cannot expect the same game, same type of game from Jalen Brown again. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here from one of our sponsors. On the other side, we're going to go into keys to the game and a brief recap. You're listening to the Hawksby Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Stick around. We'll be right back. What's up, folks? It's your boy Edo for the Hawks Beat Podcast. I want to share something that we are doing for the month of February. We are going to be giving away a small business advertising packet for free. Yes, we're going to give away advertising on our podcast, our website, our social media. And we want to connect with your small business or maybe be somebody that you know. So here's what we need you to do. Connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawks Beat. You can find us there. Let us know what small business you represent, and you will be entered into a drawing. Once we select a winner, uh, we will partner with them and promote their business for the month of February for the brand cost of free. It's free advertising. So look, connect with us on our social media. We look forward to hearing with you and possibly partnering with you for the month of February. Thanks. We'll see you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Hawksby Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 27. It's your man, E-Dub. Talking about Hawks' victory for the first time in, uh, seems like a while, man. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Serena Williams. Uh, they're, they're getting underway in the Australian Open. Uh, I don't think she's going to beat the young girl, man. The young girl's kind of been rolling, but I'm pulling for Serena. We're going to see what happens. But anyway, um, yeah, keys to the game. So if you're kind of new to this, uh, what we typically do before the game 
is we do our keys to the game and we come back after the game and we see how did we do with the keys of the game sometimes they hit sometimes they don't <laughs> so uh the first key to the game is this i said step up i said anybody somebody <laughs> somebody got to step up for the hawks to get a dub somebody is going to have to do more because if everybody keeps doing what they've been doing it won't be enough i said the celtics can be had they aren't playing their best ball I don't know, y'all. I think I kind of hit on that one. <laughs> I think I kind of hit on that one. Uh, somebody had to step up, and we saw who that somebody was tonight. And when I sent the tweet, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, subtweeting Trey or nothing. You know, I was just like, somebody got to do it. It could have been Skylar freaking Mays, you know, but somebody had to give a little more tonight, and, and we saw that from Trey. Start fast. I said we saw NY. We saw it in New York. It's not easy when you dig yourself a 15-point hole in the first half. I say, yeah, don't do that. Play fast, get in the paint, and be aggressive. I wouldn't necessarily say they started fast, but they surely didn't lose the game early. I think sometimes you can shoot yourself in the foot early, and it can be a tremendous deficit. As far as getting in the paint... I thought that Trey and Clint were magnificent in the paint. Many times I think that the Hawks have an advantage in the paint, and I think that they don't understand or they don't they don't know how to utilize that. I think that may just be one of the growing pains for this team. You got Clint and John down low. Like you got you gotta recognize that that advantage at time. And tonight I think they did. Sixty points to 46 in favor of the Hawks tonight in the paint. Uh, Trey, I mean, not Trey, Clint and JC were special in the paint tonight, man. Pure, I mean, simple as that. They were special in the paint. Lastly, got to play 48 minutes. Hawks have played games where they have legit played a good 35 to 45 minutes. But it's been a while since they put a full 48 minutes together. The one thing we've been waiting for is been waiting for this team to close. Been a lot of talk about that. Hawks need to close. Hawks need to close. And um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, a, a lot of different reasons of why the Hawks have had fourth quarter woes. I'm not going to go into all of them, but you know, uh, it definitely helps when um, you get some bench play and you can get your guys rested. Um, for the fourth quarter. All right, let's go to the brief recap of the game. Hawks, again, they don't start off at a deficit, and that makes a world of a difference. A lot of scoring went on in that first quarter. Uh, Boston wins the first quarter, 35-33, to but uh, Hawks were right there with them, 33 points, and that is a Good, strong first quarter for the Atlanta Hawks. 33 points. Um, I thought the guys came out with pop. I thought that they, uh, and that's big. How you start a game is big. Now, I know how you finish is more important, but how you start a game is big, in my opinion. Um, You know, they're on the road. You know, you you got a four-game losing streak that you're trying to, 
that you're trying to snap. And, uh, you know, I thought they came out good, man. I thought they came out balanced. Uh, Trey and John had nine in that first quarter. Even even Cam got into the mix. Six points, uh, hit two shot, two of four. It's always good to see him get going a little early. Um, because, you know, if, if he doesn't, <laughs> we've seen how it can go. Uh, he can be, he can be, he can be guilty of losing interest. And that's not necessarily a good thing for the young guy. But, you know, he's still learning. He's still young. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Second quarter, kind of much of the same, but the Hawks start to pull away. They start to pull away. Uh, they outscore the, uh, the Boston Celtics 29 to 21. And uh, much of the same. I mean, you, you have a good balance from every one of the guys. Um, Trey and John did a lot of the heavy lifting in that first quarter. Second quarter, uh, Kevin Herter, you know, nine points in the quarter. I mean, not, not nine points. He was a plus nine. But uh, Clint Capella, I'm sorry. I'm getting my guys mixed up as I'm looking at my stat sheet. Uh, Clint Capella, four for four in that second quarter. Uh, five rebounds. You got eight points and five rebounds in the quarter. Um, again, just dominating the paint, man. Dominating the paint. That's what you like to see. High percentage shots. Hawks shot 63% in that quarter. That is why, listen, I hate to be the old school guy, right? I hate to be the old school guy. Hey, back in my day, we played a lot of back to the basket basketball. But listen, points in the paint matters. Inside presence matters. You know, I know everyone wants to shoot a ton of threes. Everyone wants to shoot a ton of threes. Hawks shot six threes in the quarter, and they only made one of them. <laughs> but you know what they did that damage? In the paint. In the paint. So, Hawks take a uh, they take a lead in the halftime, man. 62-56. to 56. And <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. Somebody on Twitter said, that one thing Lloyd doesn't do is make any adjustments. He said Nate McMillan went into halftime and he made adjustments. Listen, what adjustments are you making when your team is winning? Your team is up 62 to 56. You don't make adjustments when your team is winning. You just keep on doing what you've been doing. Hello, McFly. Again, I want better for you guys. I just, I, I just want better for you guys, man. Like... Let's not do this. Let's not do this. I want better for you guys. There was no adjustments to be made in the second quarter. You just you clean up what you got to clean up, and you keep doing with your do what you're doing. Because why would you want to do anything different? Because it's working. Hello, McFly. <laughs> Y'all make this too easy sometimes, man. Third quarter, man. Hawks keep the Meljo going, man. They outscore Boston twenty-eight to twenty-five. And, uh, you know, it, it, you're starting to think, okay, could the Hawks win tonight? <laughs> Is tonight the night? <laughs> uh, Trey Young led all scores in the third quarter with nine points. And uh, they won that quarter again, man. They won the quarter again, 28 to 25. And, again, they just shot the ball extremely well. 57% from the field. Boston shot 42%. Again, it helps that Boston's coming off a back-to-back, right? So whenever the Hawks come off a back-to-back, no one really wants to hear no excuses. But the reality is when teams play back-to-back, that second game on the back-to-back is tough. It's tough, guys. 
And we caught the Celtics on the second game of a back-to-back. No, we're not apologizing. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. So, uh, yeah, man, ain't nobody apologizing for that. Ain't nobody apologizing for that. To the fourth quarter we go. To the fourth quarter we go. It was closing time, ladies and gentlemen. It was closing time. What is going to happen? I know everybody was just, all, all the tweets and everything, everyone was like, okay, it's it's the fourth quarter now. What are we going to do? Are, are we going to have another implosion or what? Trey was able to get, let me do the math, three and a half minutes of rest going into the quarter. The same rotation that Lloyd does. He gives him that three and a half minutes at the beginning of the quarter. That's the same rotation. Everyone's always talking about Lloyd and his rotations. The difference was you had a lead because your bench produced. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If Boston jumps out to a 7-0 run and chomps that lead up to like two, guess who's coming off the bench? Trey Young. And that's been that's been the, the MO the last couple of games. Give him some chance to rest so he has energy to close out this game. And close is what he did. Uh, six for seven in the in the final quarter. 16 points. Two of two from three-point range. Hit some dagger threes. And not so much dagger from the standpoint of where he shot them from. It was a dagger from uh, just the importance of the shot. Situational basketball, you know. Uh, you got to give him all the credit in the world, man. Hawks put up 32 in the final quarter, and the crazy thing is they still end up losing the quarter because Boston put up 33, but you gave yourself a nine-point lead. You know, you stretched them kind of thin. Jason Tatum had to play the whole fourth quarter, and you did what you had to do. 122 to 114. Hawks get a W. They're going to play the Boston Celtics again on Friday night. And uh, we'll see what we got, man. We'll see what we got. So uh, we're going to take another break. Hear from one of our sponsors on the other half. We're going to give out our awards. Player of the game. Fab Five. Good, bad, and the ugly. And uh, whatever else we can come up with. <laughs> you listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 27. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks for rocking with us thus far in the podcast. Make sure to reshare or retweet the podcast, man. We are greatly appreciated. We're always trying to spread the word. Spread the word to all your Hawks fans. And, uh, yeah, talking about a Hawks victory tonight. Uh, 122 to 114 over the Boston Celtics. Uh, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Fab Five and the player of the game. Um, gonna run through this because I got some announcements afterwards. But uh, one thing that we normally do on our podcast is we go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. So um, the good for tonight for me, for me, was of course. Trey Young's fourth quarter. Now Trey Young, like the like as it, I thought he played a good game uh, as a whole. I think, and, and Nate talked about this after the game, just his ability to manage the game, and I think that is a part of Trey's maturation that he's still learning. Uh, people don't want to talk about it, but I mean, look, man, the kid's still learning. You know, we kind of want him to be the finished product, but he's not the finished product. 
thought the fourth quarter and him taking charge and realizing, like, look, man, this team's only going to go as you as you take us. You know, it, as good as the other guys are, they're not you. Like they're not you. So I thought him going off for those sixteen points in the fourth quarter, that to me was the good for to me. Uh, I mean, that was the good uh, for tonight. Um, <clears throat> the bad. I don't really know if I have a bad. If there is any bad, I would probably have to say, look, kind of the the bumps. Because look, if you saw the fourth quarter, we didn't they did they didn't close the game out in a smooth fashion. You know, John Collins has the foul. You know, found the three point shooter. Uh, it, it could have gotten ugly. You know, could have gotten ugly. It didn't, but thank God it it, it they were still able to close things out. So. Um, the, the bad to me was kind of the, the hiccups in the fourth quarter, which isn't really too bad. Uh, the ugly, I'm, I just got to say, listen, the way y'all talked about Coach Pierce, this man is out here celebrating the birth of his child and folks out there talking bad about him. Like, I mean, and listen, I noticed the other day that he now has his Twitter account locked. Probably so that, like, I know how, how reckless people can be. Like, get it together, folks. I'll just say that. Get it together. Uh, let's go Fab Five, man. Fab Five, for those of you who, who are new to the show, uh, is usually when I just pick the best five Hawks of the night. And um, I'm going to go with all five starters tonight. And I'm going to do that with this caveat. I'm going to give a caveat. I'm going to give a, a special recognition to Solomon Hill um, for that defense that he played on Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter. I thought I thought as a team the Hawks played good defense tonight. Uh, let me say this. Let me, let me retract that. I thought they played better defense. <laughs> I thought they played better defense tonight. Solomon Hill was a big part of that. 17 minutes. Uh, he was matched up against Jason Tatum a lot, matched up on Brown, the wings, and I thought he gave you good defensive minutes tonight. Um, Skyler Mays, although he only had five minutes, I thought he gave you good minutes tonight. But for me, my Fab Five was, um, I'm going to go with the starters, man. Even though Kevin Herter didn't have, like, the best game, he's still trying to trying to work through some stuff. I'll throw him up in there. I'll throw him up in there. I'll keep the five in there as a unit. Those, those are the guys who played your heavy minutes. All your starters played. Uh, John had 28 minutes, but everyone else played like 34, 35 minutes. So um, let's run through the starters, man. Cam Reddish, 34 minutes, 5 of 8, 13 points, 6 boards. I thought Cam's defense was as good as it's been over the last couple games. Um, yeah, that those are the kind of numbers you want to see from Cam. And not only that, we want to see these numbers consistency, consistently. Don't follow this up with a two for twelve, seven point game. No, like this is where you need to be. Like this is need. This needs to be who you are. Um, Kevin Herter, seven points tonight. I just thought he was kind of okay. You know, he didn't really do anything special, but he didn't really. He went out there like just throwing up a whole bunch of bricks. So you know, it is what it is. I don't got no problem with Cage, man. He's he's a shooter, man. I always want him to shoot that thing. <laughs> John Collins, nine shots tonight. You know, he, he's so efficient. Out of the nine shots, he made six of them. Didn't shoot any threes tonight. 20 points, six assists. Uh, solo grabbed some of his fourth quarter minutes. So, you know, hey, 
Trey was the guy that had to go in tonight. Maybe one night this week, uh, John will have it going in the fourth quarter. Maybe he can drop a 40-burger on him. But uh, I thought John was good tonight in the paint. thought he was good in the paint. Him and Capella as a duo, they made things happen. Clint Capella, 24 points, 13 rebounds. Up into the fourth quarter, he was my player of the game. Um, I just thought that what he was doing inside was magical. 10 of 13. Uh, they fouled him. Uh, in the fourth quarter, <laughs> they was about to pull him. They was about to do Haka Capella. But uh, he got himself together and uh, managed a pretty decent stat line with 24 and 13 tonight, special in the paint. And last but definitely not least, Trey Young, 14 to 20, 40 points, 8 assists. Uh, I thought that uh, the first first half he was kind of sporadic with the turnovers. Um, you know, but that's just going to be what it's going to be sometimes. So. Uh, Trey is definitely our player of the game with the 40-point piece tonight and the fourth quarter that he had. Yeah, no, dis- no, no question. Uh, he is the player of the game tonight. So, shout-out to Trey. Shout-out to Coach Pierce, man. It's always a beautiful thing to welcome a new child into the home. Like, I don't think people like, I mean, for those who have kids, like it truly is a life changing experience going from one child to the the two kids. Your life just got a little bit crazier, Lloyd. I'm going to tell you, as somebody who's a father of two, your life just got a lot more interesting. So peace and blessings on to Miss Pierce and the whole family. And we pray that everything is going well for the Pierce family. So salute to you guys. Uh, Mama Pierce, the real MVP tonight. A um, little bit of Hawks news before we sign out tonight. Uh, I posted something on Hawks Twitter and on Reddit. Just an injury update. The Hawks uh, emailed out some uh, injury news this week. And let me share that with you guys if you didn't follow me on Twitter or if you are uh, you know, if you didn't see that, which I posted. So... Um, it said, following a medical review and MRI at Emory, Chris Dunn underwent a PRP, which is a platelet-rich plasma injection to address the right knee discomfort. A lot of fancy, fancy talk. <laughs> following a two-day rest period, he will return to his uh, play. He will return to play rehab plan from his right ankle surgery. His status will be updated as appropriate. In other words, uh, seem like Dunn got some type of shot for his knee discomfort. It's going to go back to rehab. They'll let us know what's up in probably in another two weeks. So, that's what that is. Forward DeAndre Hunter had right knee surgery on February the 8th. Has progressed to weight-bearing lower limb strength activities. Form shooting and ball handling. He will be, re- he will be reviewed in approximately two weeks. And his status will be updated as appropriate so in other words deandre's uh making progress they're gonna let us know some in two weeks <laughs> it's a lot of fancy pantsy talk in these injury updates you know because it's a lot of med- medical uh jargon going on and last but not least ray john rondo little back pain completed light shooting drills yesterday and will progress to running drills today. His status will be updated as appropriate. So uh, we'll look to hopefully have some more updates in about two weeks. Hopefully next week we can hear an update on Bogey to see how his rehab is progressing. And uh, 
Yeah, I think that is it, man. I think that is it. It is late into the night. We are going to shut this thing down, put this podcast to bed, because I got to wake up and hit the J-O-B tomorrow. But good win tonight for the Atlanta Hawks, 122-114, the Hawks Week Podcast. Appreciate you for listening and uh, checking us out, retweeting, resharing all of the things that we do. So, like we always say, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.